0: What is up my friends? Adam McRoberts here and this is the Do Big Things Podcast. I've got a really cool guest for you guys this week. She's a wife, a mom, she's got a full-time job and she still somehow managed to get fifth place at the prestigious Western States 100 this year. Over the last couple years her name has been coming up more and more in the ultra scene with big wins at the Bandera 100K, the Zion 100, and the Bear 100. She's a bubbly little athlete with a high stoke level, and you're going to want to keep an eye on her in the upcoming years. I had a lot of fun talking to her, and I think you're going to find some inspiration in this conversation. Follow us for exclusive content by following patreon.com slash do big things. By following us on Patreon, you'll get to see the the B-sides Uh, You'll also have a chance to know who's coming up on the show so you can ask them questions yourself. Be a part of the tribe for exclusive content. We want to thank our sponsors, Exoskin. They make a full range of apparel from hats to socks and everything in between. Exoskin is the only seamless athletic apparel brand that is made in the U.S. Their stuff is fantastic at providing protection from chafing, blisters, hot spots, and odor. If you're into anything outdoors, you got to check them out. Uh, the more I wear their stuff, the more I like it. It's like a magic little secret that I use in, in my races. And uh, it's like I, I do want to tell people, but I don't want to tell people about it. Their shorts, socks, shirts, and hats have been through the most challenging races in the world. And they stand behind their products with a 30 day, 30 day money back guarantee. That's right. If you wear it, you're not convinced, send it back for a full refund. So you got nothing to lose. Check them out, you guys. Do yourself a favor. Exoskin.us. Use our discount code, capital BTC, and that is for 15% off. We also want to thank uh, On Pace Wellness. My man, Will Benitez, is working with some of the finest athletes around, and he's helping them find even more success. Will's a certified nutritionist and he knows what he's talking about when it comes to diet and nutrition. You want to take your fitness to the next level? Contact On Pace Wellness. Um, you don't even have to be an athlete, though. Maybe you're not an elite athlete. You just want to be healthier. Maybe you just walk your dog every day and you want to feel better. Um, contact On Pace Wellness. Give those guys a shout. Mention this podcast, and he's going to give you a 10% discount and get you properly tuned up. Last but not least, This podcast is also brought to you by Athletic Brewing, the finest non-alcoholic craft beer on the market. I just stocked up yesterday, went and got like four six-packs of this stuff. Have yourself a tasty beer or two without all the negative side effects. You can have one in the middle of the day, not worry about driving. You can have a couple at night, not have to worry about being groggy in the morning. There's no hangover with this stuff because there is no alcohol. Check them out, athleticbrewing.com use my discount code McRobertsA20, all caps, for 20% off the best N.A. beer around. Buy two six-packs or more, you don't have to worry about shipping costs either. Enjoy the taste without the hangover. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Katie Aspeth. All right, guys. I've got another fantastic episode for you guys. I think you're going to dig this one. Uh, My friend Katie is here and uh, she is pretty fresh off of Western States where she ran in 1823, which is blazing, blazing fast. Uh, I did Western States in 2015 and I barely made it across the finish line in 24 hours. So I want to hear about your journey.
1: Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped about it. Thanks.
0: But yeah, give us a quick intro, Katie. Tell us who you are.
1: Yeah, so I'm my name's Katie Azimuth. I am a ultra runner for Saucony. And um, I'm a mom of two boys, a four year old and a six year old. And I'm also a family nurse practitioner. So life is very full. Um, I live with my husband and my kids in Mammoth Lakes. Um, we recently relocated from LA. And um, yeah, we're We're really happy living it up. There's been a little twist in my life lately um, (laughs) with Western States. You know, it's just been really a fast, uh, kind of a quick um, change in everything. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, get on the train. The train's moving. We got to (laughs) go.
1: Yeah. You know, I think it all started with um, winning Bandera was kind of catapulted me into this new stage in life in this sense and running in that I knew I was running Western States and I knew I could compete. And I knew that I would be, you know, on the world stage for the first time. And I was right. like, all right, I'm going to really take this seriously and really give myself my best shot. And um, so thank goodness. I have a really supportive husband who's like all on board and we're like, all right, now's the chance. Let's move to Mammoth and <laughs> let's really kind of i don't know shoot my shot and yeah. say yes to opportunities and yeah so we're nothing <laughs> was manifested in this way it all just kind of happened
0: <laughs> really wow that's crazy yeah. that's crazy so bandera 100k was your golden ticket race i'm guessing
1: it was and i had okay. done well before that you know um before western states i'd run 300 milers i had done a handful of 50 milers and 100ks and Um, I had been doing really well and, um, but really just loved to run around in the mountains. You know, I'm a mom, I'm a full-time nurse practitioner. I'm like having, you know, just being, trying to juggle it all and doing (laughs) lots of handoffs with my husband. And, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, you're going to Western States. Like this is really happening. You know, when you get your golden ticket on your first attempt um, at a golden ticket race, it was pretty wild. And I was like, all right. Full steam ahead. Yeah. Let's do this. (laughs) So, yeah, kind of fun.
0: Um, Are you working with a coach?
1: Yep. I've been working with David Roach since 2018. Oh, cool. So, um, yeah, I've swap running. Um, I'm sure you and your listeners know him and his wife, Megan. Um, Yeah. So, he's a big part of uh, my running journey, I should say. And um, yeah, I can't imagine (laughs) my uh, taking on what I've been able to take on without a coach. Um, so it's been pretty, uh, yeah, it's definitely a team effort.
0: (laughs) Good. Cool. Yeah. Um, how, what does that look like with you and your coach? Is it pretty structured and are you guys like communicating on a daily basis or what's that like?
1: Yeah. So, um, he coaches a lot of, um, athletes, um, and, um, the daily discussions are all on like a Google sheets back and forth. So I'm in touch with them every single day, but I often just pick up the phone and call him or text him or, you know, um, so he's really good about being, you know, um, available when needed. Uh, so especially in big moments, um, is when I'm like, you know, let's talk <laughs> like, you know, kind of a race recap was really important after Western States and kind of what's the plan for moving forward, and um, so all that's done on the phone. But uh, yeah, he's a really good coach, yeah, <laughs> good <yeah>. big fan. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so you you've you've had him as a coach for a couple of years now. did Did he know what your plan was going into Bandera Hundred K, or did you have a plan going into that race, or was it just kind of a shocker?
1: I mean, I was. Going into it for the win, okay. of course. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, I, I flew. So um, to kind of backtrack a little bit, um, I got. I, I I wanted a coach when I first started training for my first hundred miler, and that was in 2018, Angeles Crest 100. And so um, after I ran my first 50 miler, it was Marin Ultra Challenge, and I was like, all right, I think in order for me to get to 100 miles, I think I need more training. I had never run competitively before. I'd never had a coach. And, you know, for running at all, I was, grew up doing ball sports, you know, basketball, soccer, volleyball, softball, you know, and this running thing was just a way to get out of the house, <laughs> uh, getting to the, tra- on some trails, uh, <laughs> kind of alone without my kids. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And, um, yeah, so it started out as just that release. And, um, I, he he really helped me get to where I am and set me up for that first 100 miler. And then um, going forward, you know, we've just been building. And the, pl- the goal is to get to Western States. I mean, that was my goal all along. Okay. And um, when I first started, you know, running ultras in 2015, that was like, you know, every trail runner wants to mm-hmm. run ultra, you know, ultra, oh, and every ultra runner, I should say, wants to run Western States, you totally. know. Um, so it was like Western States, UTMB, you know, <laughs> like those are the two. <laughs> that I really wanted. And then, you know, of course I have to throw in hard rock in there, but um, so yeah, Western States was a big goal of mine. And I planned actually in 2020, I was planning on running Georgia death race. And then of course that got canceled with, uh, with COVID. So um, the first day Bandera came up for registration, I was like the first one, I think that entered. Um, So I, I was, I was really ready to, to go for it. And um, I really had emotionally detached from the effort um, because We were in the middle of COVID and honestly, I was working, you know, on the front lines and we were in the middle of a surge in LA and the idea of, you know, having both vaccines in time for Bandera just didn't seem possible. And somehow by, I don't know, the stars aligned and I was able to get both my vaccines in time for the race and I headed out and full PPE gear, you know, on the flight, it was pretty scary. And, (laughs) um, but at that time, you know, and Uh, yeah. So yeah, Bandera worked out, and after that, I signed with Saucony, and it was like, all right, my life is like the cosmos are pushing me in a new direction, and totally, we're just gonna kind of roll with it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So well, congrats on everything. That's pretty exciting. So uh, just yeah, keep doing what you're doing. That's so cool. (laughs) Um, so you, but you haven't been running ultras for a super long time though, have you? Like, uh, no,
1: I am definitely a late bloomer. I am like mom i'm a nurse practitioner i Uh like running was a side thing that i just like to run around and have fun (laughs) in the mountains and go on bad ass adventures with my friends yeah um but i just i don't know i happen to be good at it i guess and i think mom grit helps with running 100 milers and yeah um yeah i think i i'm i think generally my personality is to really um not take it all for granted, you know. Like I, I definitely focus on the that. It's really the 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 perspective that I carry all the time. Um, I think working in healthcare, uh, you have a different perspective. I it work I work with like low income uh, patients that are struggling to put food on the table. So for me, it's such a gift to just be able to run in the mountains and. Mm-hmm. Um, So I I just take that joy. And I know that this is just, you know, makes running more meaningful and, um, you know, more fun. So I really, I love to compete. I definitely have that, you know, competitor fire in me. But I also realize that there's so much more to life than running and running is almost this you know, um, vessel to take, to take you further and to push you further in different ways in life. It definitely, a lot of the lessons learned and running carries over to life and, you know, daily life's lessons carries over to running. So it's really totally. goes hand in hand. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we got a lot to unpack there, but I'm st- <laughs> I still want to go back to like the beginning. Um, you said you grew up doing ball sports and then, um, how did you find your way into ultra running? I know you were just trying to escape the house. It sounds like have a little personal time, mom time to yourself, which is cool. Um, But then uh, did you know, you said you've been wanting to do Western States for years. So how did you find out about Western States when you were a new ultra runner? And yeah, just how did it all start?
1: Sure. Yeah. So um, it first really began when I started running (laughs) really my, you know, 20, 2008, when my mom was diagnosed with cancer and I was working night shift to LA County general, um, as a nurse and ER and just the trauma that I saw and was a part of, and, you know, it was just a lot to, to handle. And, um, so after my night shifts, I would just run and that was my way of coping. And so, um, that kind of became a, a kind of a safe place for me to just I don't know, uh, let my mind wander and not have feel so intense, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Like, I didn't know what Strava was, or I wasn't pushing myself in any way. It was really just to get out. And I think um, that carried with me as more things in life occurred, it was like, okay, running is always a baseline that is like now... I love it so much that I'm like, how do people live without running or mm-hmm. having some release like that? You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I think movement is medicine in many t- ways. Totally. Um, so yeah, I, it started then, and then um, I, when I met my husband, he was uh, training for Iron Man, and um, I remember when we got pregnant, I was like no, 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 this is not going to work out. Like you can't go off on these six hour bike rides and I'm going to be home with the kids. Like that's not how this is going to roll. And he's like, we'll sign up for something. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, you're right. I got to sign up for something. So, um, we had done our, we had had our honeymoon in New Zealand and we just started running on trails just to cover more ground. And, It was super fun and I was like, yeah, I think I, I think I'm really into this, you know? And so, yeah, I started joined a couple of running groups, trail running groups that taught me a lot. And I was just, you know really listening to podcasts and reading Mm -hmm. books and, you know, reading ultra running magazine front to back and just really, you know, being a sponge and trying to understand as much as I could about the sport. And, you know, time and time again, it was like Western States, Western States, you know? Um, And so you just kind of get into that, like, oh my gosh, that's where you want to be. And uh, so that's kind of where it started, but really, I also know it's about the journey and there's not just a final destination. And I'm like, you know, I, I want to be a part of the Western States family and now I am and I'm excited to go back again and hopefully again after that and um, just make it a part of my annual uh, training plan but um, it's a it's a pretty special place and um, yeah so that's that's why western states I think it came from uh, learning about it early on in the in my running uh, career I guess.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah well it's one of the oldest and most prestigious 100 milers and you're right. It's a special race. Um, but it sounds like you're already planning on going back next year.
1: Oh yeah. I'm like already training for it. (laughs) Oh yes. I love it. Let's go. I'm ready. I want to do it again.
0: That's so cool. Um, so when you were running in the beginning and you like started these run clubs and you were just kind of getting your feet wet a little bit, did you find that you had a, a little bit of success early on? Did you have like some natural talent in there somewhere?
1: You know, I think, I did. And I think it actually surprised me a little bit. I mean, I've always been, you know, I was a good athlete in school mm-hmm. and I, I did well, like I was captain of my teens and I i did, I loved to play sports, but running was in my mind, like kind of pointless. It was like, there's no team, there's no like goal or like, you know, home run or something. There's not a basket. to Like, why are you just <laughs> running? You know, I just didn't really understand it. And so running with these other trail running groups, I just, the camaraderie, the community, mm-hmm. Just the stories, it was just like I felt like I had found my people, and it was super fun. I did um realize pretty early on that I was just really um kind of learning so much, but I knew that my body could take me faster, um, mm-hmm. but that didn't mean that we weren't all a part of the same community so but I definitely knew I was kind of holding back on our group runs and um eventually. Uh, made friends with other people that were part of my swap team, like a part of David Roach's and Megan Roach's team. Um, and so that was really fun because we all had the same coach and we were like running the same paces and, you know, so that was really fun. And I think I learned a lot from the different parts of, you know, from back of Packers, middle of Packers, you know, yeah. the really experience kind of like really, it was just a really um, cool way of um, entering into the sport and, I really have a lot of respect for people that have been doing this for a really long time and trying to learn as much as I could. And so I'm still in that learning process for sure.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. And you're right, there's so much you can learn from middle of the Packers, back of the Packers, leaders of the race. Oh, yeah. So uh, much respect all the way around.
1: I love this sport so much. I mean, we're all so crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It's like we are a special breed and we speak (laughs) the same language. And then you speak to someone who doesn't, know anything about ultras and they're like what you know like do you pee while you run or asking all these questions you know it's so funny yeah 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 definitely have a yeah a special a special mindset that's for sure
0: (laughs) what do you get if you finish and right the classic line i don't even like to drive that far yeah i don't like to drive that that far (laughs) i know like walk away (laughs) yeah right right (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so how how old are your kids
1: four and six
0: okay yeah so how do you balance this you have a full-time job i'm assuming
1: well after so i we moved from la to mammoth okay. in may oh. so i did take a couple months off work because i wanted to really give myself um the best chance i could at states okay so I'm really proud that we made that decision. Um, my husband and I to do that. I mean, I had worked my whole life, you know, and so it was really strange to not work, uh, for a little bit. Um, and, but it was amazing because I really got to focus on my body and the mileage and like, you know, learning about Western States even more and just giving myself the best chance I could and just really respecting the race. And so I did that. So it was two months before Western States, um, is when we moved. And that was, um, yeah, really great. Also, we, you know, we're renting our house in LA. And so there's a lot of transition and getting the boys in school in Mammoth. And, you know, so there's a lot going on, sure. but we've owned a place here in Mammoth since 2017. So for them, it wasn't that crazy of a transition. It was just going to the mountain house. Um, mm-hmm. So we've spent a lot of time in Mammoth over the last couple of years. So like the last three years, like we've be out here like once or twice a month anyway. So we have a community here, a lot of awesome friends and nice. um, it's definitely home. Cool. Uh, so anyways, but now I'm working again and I'm really miss patients. So it's been really nice to be back. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a really fun uh, transition trying to being able to juggle it all. I will say I am now, decreasing decrease my hours some, cause I want to make sure I'm recovering well, and I'm putting in the mileage, I'm definitely amping up the mileage, amping up the intensity. Also, Um, I've a race coming up in September. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to take this seriously. I think there's a part of me that wants to just be able to do it all, you know, go back to full time as a nurse practitioner, but I think giving myself that grace of, okay, you know, this is not forever this, you know, time that you're, able to really push your body to these limits. Um, I mean, you can always push your body to these limits, but I mean, in the sense of being competitive, and I, yeah. you know, want to take that part of, you know, the sport seriously and also respect the sport and my competitors and give it my all and um, so Yeah, I I think I'm able to balance it and that I'm very present where I am. So when I'm being mom, I'm all about being mom, Uh, you know, when I'm running, I'm running and present running and, you know, vice versa with my with my patients as well. So it's it's a very um, mindful way of living in that (laughs) regard where you have to kind of, you know, set your priorities. And when you're there, you're there, you know,
0: sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so the two months before Western States, so I'm just picturing this, like I'm picturing like a rocky sequence and you're out there running and lifting weights and the, the song <laughs> is going and you're, you're just getting pumped up and you're building up to this thing. Um, what did those two months look like? And, and where was your head at? Like, I'm just picturing if I was going to take two months off of work specifically for this big race, um, you know, obviously I'd be running and training a lot, but I might get in my head a little bit. Like if this is all I have to think about, um, I don't know. I don't know. My, my mind might go a little bit kooky, but I'm curious what your two <laughs> totally. months were like.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> Luckily I do have my kids to keep me very, very occupied. <laughs> <Good. laughs> um, so I am like very busy with them and I will say, so it was a strange, um, coming to Mammoth, uh, I was like so excited to move here permanently you know or until further notice we don't really know we never all know what our futures <laughs> are but um so we're planning on being here for a while but um i raced mcdonald force 50k literally flew like i i i quit my job it was my last day of work at my clinic that i'd been for almost eight years and it was like crying, like it was horrible saying bye to everybody. And then literally left from clinic to jump on an airplane to fly to Oregon on my first trip as a Saucony athlete. Whoa. And it was so fun. It was like my first business trip or like work trip of my <laughs> life. You know, it was like, this is fun. And, yeah. um, it was really awesome. I probably had the best race of my life there actually yeah. in an athletic sense or a speed sense, I should say. Um, And I'm really proud of how I raced that. And I came back feeling like, let's do this, you know, like Super Pound had a lot of confidence. Um, I lost Ian Sharman by 90 seconds. That was really tough, Uh, (laughs) "Ah." (laughs) but that was really cool. You know, to know that you're running with the best was really exciting. And um, so that was a really uh, awesome kind of way to start the journey. Um, And then we moved to Mammoth. And of course the altitude just like hits you like a load Mm -hmm. of bricks, you know, and you're like, Oh man. And you know, I just run hard, a hard 50 K like as fast as I could and it was really funny to get here and be like oh never mind I can't run here I'm sore (laughs) but it's all right I started that first week I remember like getting the boys settled and in school and figuring out the daycare situation like all that there's a lot as other parents will understand listening um so there is that aspect of it and then um yeah and then I was slowly able to kind of amp it up and um yeah, I tried not to get hurt.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: totally. Um, and just honestly, I, I just really was just uh, stoked to be able to train for Western States and know that Saucony didn't put any pressure on me. Um, I also run for Exoskin and Fluid Nutrition, and there was like only uplifting comments and just cheering for me all the way and just want me to succeed as a person over anything else. And so um, I think it's a really, I think I've done a really good job of surrounding myself with really positive people and sponsors that just want the best for me as a person also. And, um, you know, if there's any pressure, it's just on myself, but I, you know, it wasn't really pressure. It was more of like come on Western States. I couldn't wait for it to happen. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I'm primed and ready. Like I don't want to <laughs> peek too soon.
0: Totally. So. Yeah. So, were you running like really big mileage? Were you working on speed workouts, um, weights, yoga, uh, ice baths? Like, what were you doing? Oh man,
1: yeah, <laughs> this is all the things. So, I think if you're if you're not a parent, you can do all. Like, if you're <laughs> right. do, I don't, I can't imagine that. So, I didn't do really much other than running, um, which I'm now changing that perspective you know i would do the occasional like david roach speed legs and mountain legs well like often like you know like five times a week and then would do like band work with glutes but that's really it you know and that's like while your kids are like pulling on you and you know (laughs) you know (laughs) Uh, but i would run and um i've really low mileage compared to i think many of most of my peers yeah uh though I am amping it up now slowly. So I think that will probably change in the coming year. Um, But I actually handle low mileage really well. I think it comes into like, you know, stress is stress. You know, the body doesn't know if you're stressed about work or kids or, you know, cortisol levels increase and your body is feeling that workload, no matter if it's, you know, for training or not. So I think David Roach is really great about knowing that. And, um, yeah, my mileage has been pretty well and that's how I've been able to stay injury free a lot. And, mm-hmm. um, if there's anything, it was really my T-band that was bothering me and it's been holding up pretty really well. So,
0: okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. So in the back of your mind, I'm just curious, do you worry about increasing your mileage because you're having a lot of success at what you call, you know, with low mileage? Uh, If, you know, if you ramp that up to 80 or hundred miles a week, are you worried about injuries or, you know, knock on wood? I don't want to jinx you in any way, but is that something you think about?
1: Yeah, I think I trust my coach. You know, I'm not a coach. So um, that's really my, who knows what my future is, but that's not my plan. I think I really put my, um, my training into the hands of David Roach and um, he's really good about listening to my body and if I say All right, I think I need to hold back a little bit or um, I'm also really trying to work on keeping easy runs easy. So that was not something I was very good at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm changing that. And I think that's a part of amping up the mileage. So when mm-hmm. I say, you know, when I would run 50 to 60 miles a week, I mean, we're talking really low mileage, you know, with 75 for a peak, that's it for a peak week. You know, that's pretty low mileage um, for a top five at Western States. You know, yeah. this is not this, yeah, that's really low. And I think it's because I wasn't always keeping those easy runs easy. If you know what yeah. I mean? I would, I would looking back, I, I think I, I really was like trying to be efficient about my time on the trail. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, juggling everything, it was like, all right, I'm going to make this 10 mile or count, you know? Um, And now as I'm amping up the mileage and realizing that that's really important um, for me, it's not for everyone, of course, but I think it's really important for me when my coach says 10 miles easy to like, take it easy. Like go out with friends, like, take it easy. Like we're not racing here. Totally Let's not falling. Get hurt, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and to really take that seriously. So anyways, I am changing a bit. Um, my mindset is definitely shifted into, um, like, not like I have anything to prove to myself because I always um, knew that I would, could do well, mm-hmm. but it's now like, I want to be the best athlete that I can be in that, um, hasn't always been the top priority for me. And so now it's like, I'm really trying to make that one of my priorities in my life. And uh, so it's really fun, it, but it comes with more of a, a different mindset, I guess I should say than just like going out and frolicking in mountains like that I used to have. And now I'm really trying to take it seriously in the sense of being respectful of the distance in a, um, in a like really taking recovery seriously, you know, making sure that I'm, um, you know, fueling adequately, like doing all the, the small things that you just don't really think about as much when you're just out there having fun. And I'm still out there having fun, but just trying to kind of hone in on the small details, I should say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, you got to do all those small little things in order to do the big things, but it sounds like your attitude is totally in the right place. And, um, Yeah, just keep it up. So it's so cool just to see the journey progress. And I have a feeling like this isn't the end for you at all. This is just the beginning. So uh, yeah, no, I just love picking your brain. Um, And your husband is an athlete as well. You said he was doing Ironmans. Is he still training a lot? Are you guys like juggling kids back and forth between bike rides and runs? And
1: he trains more than I do. Oh, so really? He has, yeah. He has an Ironman in October. He has a half Ironman in December. He's running his first 100K, um, Waldo, 100K oh, cool. in August. Okay. Oh, so I'm so, I love him. I'm so excited to be a part of his journey also in ultra running. So he'll, um, I'll be pacing him, which is nice. fun. Um, I'm still looking for babysitters to so somebody's <laughs> out there wants to watch the kids while I pace them. Um, that'd be great. But anyways, we're gonna make a family trip available it. be really fun. We're actually staying in his where he grew up. So William at Pass where Waldo is. Uh, he actually learned to ski at Willamette Pass and we're uh, staying in like this little cabin that he actually grew up in, which is really cool. So it's a homecoming for him and it'll be a great trip. So we have a lot invested in this whole world. We love yeah,
0: it a lot. I feel it. I yeah.
1: we, we're just fans. We, we're really into supporting each other through this journey and pushing each other to the limits and like, like supporting our, each other's dreams. You know, one of the things we always talk about is like his dreams are my dreams like if he has a big goal it's now my goal right Mm -hmm. so and I think that's really important when in any relationship Uh, but you know it's it's makes it more fun when Mm -hmm. you kind of make it internal his goals you know as well so
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely
1: a family affair for sure.
0: So what's uh, a typical night like at your household? Uh, I'm picturing, uh, you know, you guys eat a really healthy dinner. You go to bed at 8 PM and then you're up at 4 AM training the next day, but I'm yeah, sure that's there's right. that, that's probably close, but I'm yeah, sure I there's a lot more in there as well.
1: Yesterday. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> cool. It's
1: like when the kids go to sleep, I'm like, mama's down. I'm, I'm dumb. out. I'm yeah. Totally down. Um, yeah. So We're, we're, I mean, we don't have a lot of other things in the sense of, I mean, we're, we're actually, so uh, like a lot of our friends are also doing this. Right. So my social life is usually like doing activities. Let's go for a run. Um, so it's just, that's how you're able to fit it all in, um, I did make it down to Ohio where I'm from, Ojai, California with like saw my, I'm one of five kids, like I said. And so, you know, um, I think I said that, did I say that? No. Um, anyways, but so I'm a big family, like love of my big family and my nieces and, you know, my kids hanging out with their cousins and stuff. So we're able to kind of squeeze in family time and friend time, but like in between all the other, you know, trail time.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. I know how it goes. I mean, like being like in my situation, like I'll be exhausted from work on Friday, right? Like, Oh, the week is finally over. Thank God. But then it's just come home, pack up the van. We're going to the mountains, bunch of running this weekend. And then I come into work Monday, just exhausted. And people are looking at me like, you know, what'd you do this weekend? I'm like, don't don't even ask.
1: (laughs) That's something I heard recently. Um, It was, um, I'm feeling tired, but inspired, right? Mm -hmm. It's like this idea of like, I'm always kind of like, could fall asleep at any moment. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, But I'm so stoked that, you know, it's like that drive is so much more, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's the underlining like happiness um, when you're out exploring mountains that that's what gets you through the work week too, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell your stoke level is high. So
1: Yeah for sure it. if it's not high you've got a problem in ultras it's like <laughs> this is too much of an endeavor if you're not like stoked on it there's, yeah. like, maybe take a break
0: <laughs> probably yeah. not going to go well for you if you're not yeah, super stoked yeah. about your race
1: yeah decrease those mile that mileage because yeah it's just it's <laughs> a lot so yeah, yeah i think i think there's a it's a easy to kind of fall into the like it's too much instead of being like i can't wait you know instead of like I have to go do a run. It's, I get to go do a run. You know, it's like switching that mindset of like being able to do it. If you're lucky to be able to do it Um, because sometimes when you're training, it's like, Oh, you know, I gotta do this. And so once you get there, it's like, eh, like tone it down. You're getting burned out, eat more calories, (laughs) you know, and like, you know, take, take it real easy because it's, it's, if you want to be in the sport for a long time and you're not a visitor to the sport, you know, I think leaning in on trail friends is key also. Yeah. Um, because we all feel that way sometimes. But yeah.
0: yeah. Where does that come from with you? Um, that ability to just stick to it and really focus and um just this this thing that you have. Like it was was it something you were born with? Did you learn it along the way?
1: I think I've had really incredible mentors, I will okay. say. I think, you know, um.
0: Your parents and it
1: taught me how to like look at things through different perspective. You know, I think those silver linings. I remember, um, just this, just thought came to mind. But I was running Zion 100K, and I fell, and I fell right on in a cactus, and there was like all these cactus, you know, little cactus,
0: cactus, Trickers. yeah,
1: you know, in my glute. Okay. Okay. And I was like, Oh my God, you know, like, okay. Okay. Like trying to walk it out. Like, am I okay? And once you realize I'm totally okay, I just have all these thorny spines coming out of my butt. I was like, okay, well, Um, I mean, there were so many, there's hundreds of them. There was like, there was like, And I changed that mindset of, okay, it's sort of like acupuncture. I don't know, like I'm activating my (laughs) glute or something, you know, and you kind of change that, like, maybe my muscles are waking up, maybe this is an advantage, you know, and just sort of changing that mindset of instead of kind of panicking and being like, oh my gosh, I need to stop and pick every one of these out Um, later. My friends had to do that in the hotel room, (laughs) but it was, it was really, you know, kind of changing that mindset all the time. I feel like a lot of us trail runners, because we we are in the wilderness and we have to be resourceful and something, we come across something and uh, unexpected, you know, we have to be resourceful and, you know, kind of use that like flexible mindset, um, growth mindset uh, to be able to, even get through that training run, let alone your race, right? So, and you know, I think we do lean in on each other with our crews, with our training friends, with our family, you know, to to help you in that process. But I feel like that's really fundamental in trail running. Um, and it helps you if you're not that way, then becoming a trail runner will give you those tools because you can't really do it without totally. having that mindset. Does yeah. that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah. Did you have this mindset before trail running though? And does this carry over to other aspects of your life as well?
1: I mean, yeah, I think maybe my whole life, I was just training to be a trail runner. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I, you know, I think, um, yeah, I, I guess my parents gave me that kind of resiliency okay. mindset. Um, you know, being one of five kids and getting through like my sister's type one diabetes, my mom had cancer, my, you know, just like we have mm-hmm. dealt with a lot of like health stuff and yep. my stepfather passing. And, you know, there's just been a lot, like a, every family has a lot growing up um, that we dealt with. And then you overcome and, you know, time will heal and we're going to be okay. And sticking together and leaning in. And I think um, all of us in our family really wear a heart on our sleeves. And I think um, that's helpful when you're in need of Help mm-hmm. um, to be able to reach out, and I feel like in trail you really do depend on it. It's really a team sport in mm-hmm. so many facets. And um, I tried to tell Saucony, I'm like, you know, you're signing this contract with me, but it's actually my whole team. <laughs> 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 that actually went over pretty well. They're like, okay, okay, tell us more. But um, <laughs> but the point is, is that it's really I think that that um, that mindset of you know that like it's always going to be okay you know that you can be in the thick of it and this can be in trail running like in the middle of a race and you can you know really be struggling deep in the pain cave and just know that you're going to get through that pain cave and there's light through the tunnel and you see it it's going to come but you just got to keep going through the cave or you'll never get to the end of the light and I feel like some people dnf and just give up at that time and there's so much like beauty uh, through that pain cave. You just got to get through it. And sometimes yeah. in life, it's the same way. Where not DNF, but like give up or hopelessness or you know despair. And and I think it can you know it's easier to to fall into that. I think um, sometimes. And so the the attitude of like uh, saying attitude of gratitude is so cliche. But that idea of like like it's okay, we're gonna get through it. Lean in, get help. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, trying to say yes to help, I think is really important. Um, and being okay with talking about, you know, your mental health and, you know, where you are. So I think that there's a lot that translates from running, racing, and then also in life, you know, a lot of, you know, life lessons I've learned I use on the trail all the time and then vice versa, I would say.
0: Mm Yeah. Yeah, you've got the the perfect attitude for ultra running. I mean, you <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you need right there. I mean, it's like 90% of ultra is mental. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's like you have to be so tuned in and it's like, "Okay, this is what we're going to do today. We are going to get to this finish line no matter how long it takes, no matter yeah. what happens in between."
1: I remember my mom would tell me all the time she would say, don't look up at the hill ahead. Don't look, don't look at how high that hill is. I mean, this is growing up. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's so funny because looking back, I'm like, that was a perfect metaphor for running, but she would be like, don't look at how high the hill is. Just look at your, the step in front of you. Oh, right. Yeah. And so I think of that all the time I'm running on a huge hill and I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, instead of being like, Oh my God, there's so much vert. Oh my God. How much longer instead of going that it's like, I'm just looking in the step in front of me, one step in front of the other. And eventually I'll get to the top of that hill and that's okay. You know, and actually I'm excited to be at this moment at this, you know, and just kind of being present in that struggle as a part of it. And that's a part of the journey in it. And I think like my mom, for instance, is telling me that was helpful. Then going into trail running and being like, oh yeah, I know I'd handle this, you know? (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's, it translates well. And I hope I'm giving some of that to my kids, but um I guess I'll never know if they turn into trail runners, I'll be very proud. <laughs> Actually my youngest, oh my gosh, he went for a run with me the other day. So they'll like, they'll do, you know, a half mile with me or something. Yeah. And I said to Lima, I was like, Liam, you're going to be such an amazing trail runner. And he was so offended. And he looked up at me and he's like, I already am. (laughs) Oh, my love. It like broke my heart. I'm like, yes, yes, you are. Oh, my gosh. No, like already a part of his identity. So anyways, my point is, is that I'm hoping I'm sharing some of that also with my kids. Oh, I'm sure you um, are. But you know, it's it's so much bigger than ourselves.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Okay, so you fell down on a cactus. And (laughs) You I had, had another,
1: I've broken my nose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You had another uh,
0: famous fall at Bandera <laughs> yeah. 100. Yeah. I you mind that. telling us about that?
1: Oh my. <laughs> so that race, <laughs> like I said, I was just really happy to be there. I didn't know I was going to be able to race um because of COVID. And so just towing a line in 20, the during the, it was oh, 2021, right. it was January, but you know, during COVID to tow a line was just such a you know, miracle. And um, so I was just stoked to be there. I knew I was also ready and I wanted to compete, but I was just so happy. <laughs> um, and I think that's how I really, you know, look at every line, you know, line that I tow. Is, that yeah. is right? Um, yeah. But anyway, so I um, started the race off pretty conservatively. And I knew another runner, Emily Hoggood, that I had raced before it was going to start out pretty pretty fast and she did and um eventually caught her um at a uh, mile like 32 it was like right at the it's like two loops so mm-hmm. right at the aid station that you you know start in on the second loop and i caught her there and so we kind of went back and forth and we were just having fun honestly we were mm-hmm. like cheering for each other i don't know she's great and Anyways, I came into mile like it was like 38 or 42. I don't know, but it was the first time I was in the lead all day. Mm. And I'm running along and coming into the aid station, and everybody's super loud and, you know, cowbells going. And it was super, super stoked. And I'm imagining my husband, who's back home, of course, because I went by myself because it was, you know, during COVID. And I'm like imagining him seeing on the tracker that I'm coming in. Of course, I didn't have tracking. He had no. (laughs) But I'm imagining that, that like my friends and family are all cheering for me. And I'm seeing the aid station and they're cheering for me. And um, so I'm running into like downhill into this aid station and my toe just catches a rock and I just fell so hard on my face, just total face plant. And it was just silence in the aid station. And I was like, oh my gosh, it was so bad. And there was just blood. Everywhere and just like instant sharp pain and I was like, oh god, this is bad. And like I said, I grew up doing fall sports and when you're bleeding that bad, you can't go on. They will pull you from the game. Like you know, there's blood. And I was like, all I could think about was like, don't let anybody take me, don't let anybody pull me. Like I'm running, I'm running. You know, like I'm like trying to shove because I had gloves on because it was really cold at the time. And I was like shoving gloves up my nose. I was like, I'm just gonna keep going. You know? And a girl at the aid station says, I've got a tampon. Would that help? And I was like. Oh, thank God. Like, that's exactly what I need. Um, I knew it stopped blood and I've used tampons many times, but not in this way. And so I was like, exactly what I need. I shoved it up there and off I went. And, um, yeah, it was pretty, pretty painful, but also like, fine you know it wasn't a broken leg like I'll take a broken nose over that any day and I um I think any trail runner would have done the same thing but it was a pretty quick turnover I shoved it up there and was like thanks so much and off I went and oh my god the Runner's <laughs> World picked it up and like trail running magazine and I was like nope. oh my god this is my 15 minutes awesome you know, like cool it's the girl's camp on upper nose it could Um, be worse
0: I mean you could like fall down in a McDonald's bathroom and get famous that way you know something
1: I know right I know (laughs) I was definitely not it wasn't it was not a glorious glamorous like pretty ending but we got it done and (laughs) I was able to get to western states and really it was a really fun day I mean definitely was empowering to be able to you know Finish with such a strong. With a broken tack. nose.
0: Yes. And
1: I went directly from the race to the emergency room. It was really funny. I was like so tired. Um, but yeah, anyway.
0: That is awesome. Yeah. That is like badass points uh forever. That is super cool. <laughs> so did you come across the finish line with a tampon in your nose?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tried to take it off. So my piece are um, that's a story in itself. I like just met my crew in Pacer that day, oh. Pacers that day. And actually one of them paced me at Western States, which is really fun. So Courtney Rouse. um, but anyways, that she, so she mentioned, she's like, just try and take it out. Cause I was like, Courtney, it's really hard to breathe. Or I said something that was like, f- that it was commenting about how it was frustrating. And she's like, just try and take it out and see what happens. And I started taking, it. I was like, Whoa, 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 bad idea. And it's just like,
0: oh, plots, no. just
1: a, I was like, okay, this is not good. So I shoved it back in. And, uh.
0: yeah and you knew it was broken.
1: Yeah, it was broken. Um, yeah. It was, it healed really well. So it was non-displaced. Um, it was fine. You know, yeah. in the scheme of life, it's like, it was nothing. Sure. Um, it definitely got a lot of attention. It is so funny too, because any trail runner I know would have done the same thing, yeah. but um, it just so happened that it was in a golden ticket race. So it like brought more <laughs> attention, but um, it was, it was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh,
0: that wasn't
1: fun. It was a pretty wild story, I guess.
0: Yeah. You, you got a good story out of it. If nothing else. Yeah. And you yeah. know, at least you didn't knock your teeth out. Like it could have been worse. Right. Right.
1: yeah so Lindsay ulrich do you know who she is she's yeah, like yeah. yeah so she was running the race too and she chipped I oh gosh i'm gonna say this wrong but like six teeth Whoa. she's like still dealing with it yeah there was a lot of carnage on that trail wow. i think their slogan is like no wimps whiners or wusses or something and it was like the runners took that really seriously <laughs> there's a lot of blood out there um yeah bandera is way more technical than you expect it seems really runnable and then you just catch
0: a toe and you're, it's pretty, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, exoskin, tell me about your experience with them because, uh, I work with them too. And by the way, thank you, Croy for, uh, setting this interview up, but, um, I I love their stuff and I'm guessing you must as well. What do you, do you wear their shorts? Do you wear their socks? What do you wear?
1: Yeah. So I started, um, running an exoskin, Several years ago, um, and really ran every single race. I had one pair of socks <laughs> that I would run in every race with. It was like, this is my, like, every time I went on a long run or like racing day, it was like my special socks. Oh, right, you're they superstitious. So
0: yeah. Um,
1: and they were just badass socks. And I didn't want them to like get a hold, but they never did. They lasted <laughs> for like years. And I was like, okay, I need to start like buying more socks. Like I can afford more socks, you know? Um, Anyways, so I started, um, I just really loved the brand and, um, Another friend of mine in L.A. wore their underlayers and um, talked to me about like he was running Western States as well. And he was said that he was going to be wearing underlayers. And anyways, that's when I reached out to them. And I said, you know, you know, I would love to learn more about representing you because I've just been running with you for so long. And um, I had never worn their underlayers. I actually wore the shorts, um, compression shorts and then, um, And then their socks during western states Mm. and that worked really well for me didn't have any blisters um there's something about their technology i mean croy has sent me articles like about like the technology the science behind it right right really wild i mean it's so impressive um what they have been able to do with this fabric so they've used it like medical grade you know to prevent blisters um it's pretty cool so anyways um from the the medical side of my brain i was like all in to like learn all about that but um yeah so yeah big fan of the brand and yeah just really the company is just croy is awesome it's just like a small family-owned brand that's just killing it and somehow they have this renowned fabric that i'm like secretly don't really want to tell anybody about it. I'm like, <laughs> right. I feel like I have such it's an that advantage. Case. Yeah, you know? totally. Totally. Like this keeps me nice and cool. This keeps me bluster free. Like, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> but, um, no, I'm just kidding, but, uh, yeah, I really believe in the brand a lot. I'm really pumped to represent them. For awesome. sure.
0: Um, I want to talk about Sockney too, but in, before I forget, um, oh, I just forgot. What was I going to ask you? Uh, Oh, I'm, oh, I lost it. I'm sorry. Okay. Into Saucony. Um, how did you get hooked up with them? And what's it, what's your relationship like with them?
1: So <clears throat> I have loved Saucony since I read this article in Runner's World about dirt power. So I um, am a real, um, just really impressed and in awe of the company in Mm -hmm. itself okay so i love their shoes Mm -hmm. um but also the um this idea that being in the wilderness transforms you and they really believe it i mean i'm just their team is so like stoked on trails the trail division i mean i think I think the person that's been there like the shortest amount of time is like 20 years. I mean, it's really amazing and it's all women-led. Saucony's been around for 123 years. They have a woman president. They have the trail department is like run by two women. I mean, it's just really... I, for me too, and I'm really passionate about bringing more women, more moms into the sport. And so for me, it's like, if the face of trail running has more women, then we can really, you know, identify with that and make gear for women and make shoes that women want to run in. And so I'm just really proud to be a part of that. So this, they, I read this article like years ago about dirt power and how they just love the idea of, you know, not being um not being faster on the trails, more being like feeling strong on the trails, and I loved I really felt that really resonated with me um anyway, so I reached out to them and really several other companies after Bandera and um talked to um, like maybe five or six different companies, and Saucony was like hands down mm. like not even like for me, I was like, oh my gosh, Saucony is the most incredible nice. the people that like they're so uplifting they I mean, they're just an incredible company. I love them. I love that I'm representing them for the next four years and hopefully longer. Um, So yeah, I am really excited about what's in the pipeline too. So we've been, I've been working a lot with their research and development team about, Trying to have been testing prototypes every run. Cool. <laughs> I feel like I have like 30 pairs of shoes right now. <laughs> um, so it's really fun to have such a say in the products that are coming out. Um, and what's in the pipeline is just unreal. So I just feel like Saucony Trail has been um, around for 123 years, yeah. but it's really taking off. And I'm just really pumped to be a part of that journey. Um and you know just a part of the brand so yeah they're really an incredible company to run for uh and to be on a team with you know molly Huddles, pretty sweet yeah know? so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's fun it's like you know pretty small trail team and like a really big road team i'm learning more about road which is fun but grace and murphy and i kind of hold down the trail side okay. um which is fun so i'm like their ultra girl but um yeah i, I just i know that the team's gonna grow and i i yeah. I just I'm really proud they they've they have this foundation called run for good and they've given millions of dollars to community clinics around the nation for fighting childhood obesity you know so obviously that really resonated with me as a family mm-hmm. nurse practitioner um, and then they have you know sustainability practices and they're just one of the leaders worldwide um, trying to bring more sustainability to their to their to their to their, sh- to their shoes and to the product um, so it's pretty amazing. I'm just, I'm really, really excited for them and the innovation that is going on behind the scenes. And so, yeah, I cool. could talk about this for a long time, but
0: yeah, I can again. tell it's, it's yeah. like a dream Very come true for you. The other
1: brands I was talking to. So um, <laughs> yeah, this is really fun. I'm nice. much more than just like a name and these are my highlights and running. It's is like, they really care about me as the person and nice um, yeah. So
0: it's cool. Fun. Very cool. Um, diverting our conversation a little bit. I wanted to ask you about your job. Um, you said that, um, I mean, it sounds like you're really passionate about it for one thing, but you also said that you have patients that you missed. So what kind of a, is it a clinic that you work in or what exactly do you do in the day to day?
1: Yeah. So now I'm doing, so I'm working with a place called Melitus health right now. Um, so I'm doing like more like consulting right now and then i'm also starting um at a family federally qualified health center in bishop so that's fun so i'm doing um uh to be able to get back to seeing patients um so i'm really excited to get back into actually physical like patients i think a lot of stress on telemedicine um especially post-covid and i'm i'm I like telemedicine and that it's really, you know, easy for patients. Um, Mm -hmm. but I just really miss the one-on-one contact Ah. with patients. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited to get back into the clinic. So that's starting soon. Yeah.
0: Cool. Cool. Wow. Um, I don't know how you do it all. It sounds like you're, you're a busy woman and you pack a lot in and, uh, but it's we all pretty, do it all. I mean, yeah.
1: really, I'm nothing special in that regard. We all are, have so much on our plates. Yeah. It's true. Right. And totally. and I think there, I think when you're a parent in this world, it just definitely intensifies how amazing it is to be out there. Yeah. Um, so I think that there is this aspect of stoke that takes everything to like another level because you're like, uh, to be able to just get outside yeah. and hang up friends or be by myself on trails is amazing, but I think juggling it all, it's all kind of connected, you know, Um, in my life, I feel like it all um, kind of uh, like, Uh, complements each other, like each part of my life. Does that make sense? So, um, I don't feel strained in any way. Um, and if I did, I would definitely have to reassess things and not saying I haven't always felt this way, but, um, I'm definitely making a priority in a lot of communication and handoffs with my husband, but, um, it's not easy. I should say, you know, we, we definitely work at that, um, part of it. So, uh, yeah, I think we're all are juggling lots of things and, um, you know, this is just, uh, Making all of it more meaningful. Lots of yes uh moments have been coming up lately. So that's,
0: cool. <laughs> that's exciting. I mean, yeah. that's and you know, this might just be a time in your life where things are just clicking. You know, you don't know how long it's gonna last. Maybe this that's is, is, this, is this could be the start of the next however many years or it could be Let's just roll keep, with it. Right? Or it could be a great summer, right? Yeah.
1: You never know. Right? You never like, know. Your point. You never know what happens in life. So yeah, every day is a gift. I know that's so cliche, but it really is. And I think working in medicine, you really understand that to a different degree. And as a parent, you know, so you just, I feel really stoked to be a part of this community. I'm really excited to not ever be a visitor of the sport as long as I'm around and my legs are moving. So um yeah, I'm, I'm pumped to be here. <laughs> awesome. Yeah.
0: So I feel this great energy coming from you. And I feel a lot of gratitude. Is that, is that something you had to work on or is that something that came naturally to you? Do you have to take time in, in your day to, to like say five things you're grateful for in order to put you in that mind frame? Or do you just wake up super happy and grateful for the life you're living?
1: Um, I mean, there's days that it's not always like I'm not always like peppy. I don't know. Like it's not. I'm not always like stoked. I need my morning coffee. I don't know. Um, I feel like, uh, like we talked about that perspective. I feel like that really is important. I really love my kids. You know, so when they wake me up in the morning and like that's an amazing way to start your day is when wow. your little four year olds like, mommy, I'm awake. You know, it's really sweet. It's like cuddle in with cuddle with me in bed and just it's really it's a wonderful. Um, Way to start your day when you have those small moments of you know perfection when they're so sweet doesn't last yeah. <laughs> the sweetness will will fade at times but um you know i think that's a great way to start my day so i guess that's a part of my gratitude practice is that i wake up um you know my kids wake me up we have that okay to wake have you heard of that before like the light turns green to wake oh up. okay are able okay. to wake up so they know when they're allowed to wake Pete and I up and <clears throat> so they'll come upstairs and like wake us up and that's just a way beautiful way of starting my day and um I think, yeah. I just I don't take that for granted. I, I don't know. i yeah. I think I'm just under my baseline's pretty happy. I don't
0: yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, I'm cheering for you, Katie. I can't wait to yeah, see thanks. what's in your future. This is so cool. I mean, such a a fantastic summer. And um, what's the race that you said you have coming up in September?
1: Yeah. So <clears throat> I am running my first international race. Um, so that's really fun. I'm running Ultra Trail Harakona Canada, so it's a world tour event, Ultra Trail World Tour event, and so they selected me to run it, which I'm really pumped about, and I'm gonna go out and give it my all. Um, it's an event that's gonna feel, even though it's Canada, not that far, um, you know, it's two hours from Quebec City, and um, i will be lot of French, which is fun. And when running through a UNESCO biological reserve, which is supposed to be just absolutely mind blowing, like so beautiful. And just to run in that kind of wilderness was something new to me in that part of the world. So, um, it'll be a grand adventure and I'm really excited about it.
0: Wow. Cool. Yeah. Is that the only race you have on the calendar right now?
1: Well, I'm hoping for Worlds in Thailand, but I spoke to Adam Chase um, with um, ATRA, with the American Trail Running Association, and he's thinking it probably won't happen this year because of COVID. So um, yeah, I was really, really pumped about uh, Worlds in November to try and to put my name in for that. So we'll see um, if it happens, then that will be my next A-race for sure. And if not, I'm thinking, um, New Zealand for tear wear hundred K in, um, February. Oh, so, okay. um, which is now a golden ticket race. So which will be really competitive, but, um, the other girls won't have to worry about me since I'm already in. So, but it would just be fun to, to, compete. Um, I really love to have a lot of competition and, uh, it brings out the best in me for sure. And I just have more fun, like running hard. Um, and I feel like that's when you find, um, more out about yourself and all the stories when you're like pushing yourself and challenge yourself the greatest. And I think you learn more, um, you know, about yourself. I want to just push myself to my limits. And so you have to, I think we use each other in racing. Like I want to run with the best because I'm going to find, you know, get the best out of myself. So yeah, I'm going to really try and put myself in really competitive races and, um, just for fun and to be able to compete as hard as I can.
0: So. Just to do it. Just to do it. Just yes. Oh, moments. You know. I love it. Oh, it's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, any shout-outs you want to give? We mentioned uh your sponsors, anybody else, your husband, or anybody else? Oh
1: my, my husband. I mean, that's like a hands down, my husband, <laughs> and then my mom for watching the kids during Western Stage, wow. watching the kids when I go to Canada, watching the kids if I go to Thailand. It's like always my mom is <laughs> Thank like God for watching my kids, my sisters, yeah. my brothers. I mean, it's like a full family thing, you know. So um, yeah, I definitely have to give big shout outs. Um, my husband, hands down, is uh couldn't do any of this without him yeah. so um yeah it definitely a lot of gratitude for family and family, for sure
0: cool yeah. well keep your stoke high i feel it uh, i think yeah. everyone's gonna feel it keep it high i love it i mean yeah this people call is... me
1: out if i'm like feeling less stoked you know like oh yeah. <laughs> tell me katie you need to decrease the miles <laughs> <laughs> and i'm feeling pretty good i'm just Readily riding the wave and um, seeing
0: what it would take me. So, yeah. yeah, well, cool. Well, listen, thanks for doing this. I really appreciate it. And I just wish you the best of luck in the future. And we'll definitely be keeping an eye on you. And uh, can't wait to see what happens.
1: Awesome. Thanks, man. Super Okay,
0: fun. absolutely. Have a good one. Thank you.
1: Okay,
0: bye. bye. All right, guys, I want to Thank you so much for uh, hanging in here, for tuning in, for listening this week. This podcast is brought to you by Big Things Crewing. Uh, we're going to be out at Leadville, pacing all kinds of people this year, getting butts across finish lines. Uh, that's what excites us. That's what we're all about. Um, if you're an ultramarathon runner and you need help with a Colorado race, look us up. Big-things-crewing.com, where we want you to do big things. We're on Patreon. Uh, The best way to support this podcast, patreon.com slash do big things. I promise to put some more stuff on there uh, pretty soon. Um, Yes, but please help us out. Patreon.com slash do big things. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to this podcast so that you're notified when a new episode drops. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review or share it on social media. Uh, It helps us a lot find us on uh, Instagram and Facebook as Big bigthingscrewing and as always our website is big-things-crewing.com we want to thank our sponsors exoskin the best running apparel from hats and socks to everything everything in between no blisters no chafing no odor check them out use the discount code capital btc for 15% off their stuff is fantastic might cost a couple extra bucks, but it's going to last for years. And the more you wear it, the more you're going to love it. We want to thank Athletic Brewing for making this possible as well. Uh, 20% promo code there is McRobertsA20, all caps. We're hooking you guys up with a discount on the finest NA beer around. We also want to thank Will and On Pace Wellness. If you want to dial in your nutrition and do big things this year, look up On Pace Wellness and mention this podcast for a 10% discount. Remember, guys, life is short. Do big things, baby. Pedro, take us for a run, buddy.